You are now, 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 listening to an interview series by Mutech and Eastern Bloc. You are now tuned into an artist interview series shining light upon local talent from Montreal, the result of a collaboration between Mutech and Eastern Bloc ahead of this year's edition of the festival in 2023. Talking to you now is me, Malta Leander, and today I'll be chatting with a prolific player across the dance floors of Montreal and beyond, involved in numerous initiatives and contexts, behind the community-driven Shift Radio, managing her own label, Your Approval Isn't Needed, all done alongside releasing boppy, nostalgic, and energy-filled house tracks accompanied with her own vocals. It is Pascal Project, and it's great to have you here today. Thank you for having me. This was a good intro. Great. I'm <laughs> Very relevant. Yeah. I'm happy to hear it. It's yeah. always hard to catch in a few lines, like the entirety, especially when you're juggling a lot of different things. But... It's true. No, but you, that, was, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pascal, for this uh, Mutech live performance, we get to have a listen to your newest EP, Good People mm -hmm. Only, set to release this summer. Um, can you talk us through a bit what we can expect and hear during your performance? Um, I think this perform. I, I mean, first of all, it's like a really, it's, it's a very exciting project for me to like, well, first of all, put out this EP. I think now it's going to be more early fall because there's always delays with records, you know. Um, but just like performing at Mutech and having the chance to like play these songs for the first time is like really exciting. So I'm, I, I don't know, I think it's going to be like a very like genuine and energetic performance. Um, nothing too complicated because um, the main thing when I play live is my singing. So it's like really important for me to focus on that and remember the lyrics. <laughs> so, no, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be like a really fun performance and I'm, I'm really excited to share the tracks with everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. I'm always impressed with vocalists being able to combine like controlling a lot of different parameters. So I definitely understand the the minimalist like approach yeah. of focusing like properly on like the vocal performance. Yeah, that's why I'm like I don't really have a choice to but to keep everything kind of like simple. Um because I'm not a trained singer or anything. So it's like, and since I don't play live very often anymore, it's like, I feel like it's a lot and I want to play, I want to perform the tracks like in a really, in the best way possible. So I'm really trying to keep it simple, but efficient and trying to connect with the crowd. And just so it's like kind of like a big party. Which, yeah, <laughs> you know. that's great. Yeah. So yeah, this is this is your newest work, of course, coming up this fall. Mm -hmm. um, did you tackle the creative process any differently for this, um, as opposed to previous releases, or or how perhaps did the EP come together, or the process look like this time around? Well, it's not. It was not like a different process or anything, but. I I composed all of it's only three songs, 
Um, but I composed all of them last fall when I came back from Europe. And I, I just like, you know, with the pandemic, it was really hard, not just for me, but everyone out there. Like, it was really hard to create. And I, I feel like I, it, it took me a while before I got back into composing music and recording. Um, and, and yeah, basically I just went on a trip to Europe and I hadn't traveled in three years and I just felt like I was trapped in Montreal and like had no new ideas. And it, once I went there, I was just like, it's like my mind like opened up again and I, I just needed to be in a different environment. And it, you know, just like hearing DJs I don't get to hear often, it's just like new sounds. I think it just all came together and it just happened. That's, yeah. So I came back here in Montreal and went to the studio and I just like made these tracks and it went really well. Yeah, it was a good feeling to like be in the studio again and be productive. Yeah. Uh, that's a stimulating feeling yeah. of being able to feel that you can open up and perhaps surround yourself with good people only yeah. or <laughs> curious I mean, about the, the, the title. There. The title is, is just like most of like my lyrics or my album t titles is just come from like joking around with my friends or like being at a party and just coming up with like silly ideas and then but then but then those ideas after a while like they just make a lot of sense and I'm like oh this is like it's that simple I don't have to like like look really deep and like try to have like I don't know I feel like for me I like to have like I like to use simple ideas, but that it doesn't mean that they're not meaningful or anything. It's just, I think it just represents like who I am. I don't know, trying to just like not take myself too seriously. And yeah, yeah it keeps, keeps the fun of, fun of it too, perhaps of, yeah. I mean, it still remains serious work, of obviously, course, and dedication. Yeah. But I think, I think that sounds like a pretty playful approach to. It definitely is. And I think that's just like, it, yeah, like I said, it's just like, I feel like it's a good representation of my person and like how I am like every day. And that's just what I'm trying to embody in like my music because I don't, I don't have to like pretend to be someone else and like take myself too seriously. I'm just like, I think it should just always be like a fun thing mm -hmm. for me and for whoever listens to my music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So at least in previous releases, I haven't had the, the chance to, to listen to this new EP yet, obviously. Uh, but one can really, you know, get a sense of a, of a classic 90s house sound when you're, when you're combining this with your own vocals, uh, navigating lush pads and squeaky acid lead <laughs> synths. Uh, was it always obvious for you to include your own vocals in your music or, or how did this combination with with dance music come to be uh the vocal part i mean when i first started making electronic music i was in high school and it was obviously like a complete different thing and i never never i would never have thought that i would started to sing for me i was like oh i'm not a singer like i'm like uh, originally a drummer and then started making electronic music and I don't know after a while like obviously my my taste in music changed and I became uh I, I like started listening to dance music and discovering the, the whole 
world of DJing, which was like uh, unknown to me until I was like in my early 20s. Um, and then I don't know, I guess it's just like my music changed and then I just got inspired by new sounds and, and then the idea of singing just kind of like came naturally and I just gave it a try and it took years for me to like understand <laughs> my, like how to sing but I think yeah it's, it's a learning process and since I'm self-trained it's it took it took a while to to like come to like where I am now obviously but, of course and get comfortable yeah. with it but yeah I mean, that's a road of exploration that I mean, it takes some takes some guts to go down when you're not classically trained or to just allow yourself to experiment. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I guess it's just like you just got to listen to a lot of music and not just one genre. Obviously, like I don't just listen to dance music because otherwise I just I don't think that would be I don't think I'd be very inspired. You know, it's. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's like everything you listen to unconsciously inspire you. It's just, yeah, that's how it works, I think. Mm -hmm. At least for me. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mishmash and overlaps of different mm -hmm. inspirations. As I mentioned during during the little intro here, I said that you dip your toes in a lot of different contexts and you know, being part of the music scene, both in your hometown in Quebec City and now here in Montreal, as well as what you mentioned, trips to Europe and, and specifically Berlin. Um, yeah. in, in what ways would you say that this uh, moving around and, and shifts of environments has perhaps affected your approach to music or or evolving as a, as a producer and DJ? Well, I think just like first of all as a person um i really need to not be at home i need to be stimulated constantly stimulated because it's really hard for me to focus in general and i i feel like if i stay in the same place all the time i just my brain just i don't know i need to be in a different environment and live like meet new people like see like go to new clubs new parties i i that's why I like in general, I have a hard time saying no to like new projects or like playing. In general, I'm always just like, okay, I need to do this because otherwise I'm gonna get bored and I won't be inspired. But I think sometimes I I need to learn to like slow down a bit and just like sit. <laughs> but no, it's definitely very inspiring for me to to get out of Montreal. And as much as I love Montreal, this like. I've been here my whole 20s, like I moved from Quebec City, I was 18. And I I don't know, I think I need to experience something new, you know, because it, it, it kind of gets to a point where it's really hard to like go further. It's kind of, it's kind of like, I want to say there's nothing, but like, I feel like for like a lot of people like me who've been making music or DJing for a long time, it's like, okay, like do you want to keep doing the same thing over and over, which which is fine. But for me, I'm just like, I need to I need to move on to something else. Whatever it is, I just need to I just just need to do that for myself. Yeah. And perhaps travel to come back with a fresh mindset. I mean that's what you mentioned of going abroad, seeing other parties, DJs, and coming back and suddenly have a fresh inspiration to creating music. 
it's essential. I think everyone should do that if they have the chance, obviously. And I, I feel very lucky to be able to like travel and like experience new things and meet new people. It's like really, really is very inspiring and it feels good. Just not even just like for music, but like in my head, like in my body, I'm just like, okay, like I'm doing something different and it feels feels good to me. I, I really like not being at home and I know it's not, not everybody feels the same and I, and I understand, but yeah, I don't, I think that's, for me that that's what works mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. having spent over a decade as as part of the montreal music scene um you do you have experienced a lot or have have been in a lot of different contexts i'm i'm curious to hear perhaps about a a particular moment that has stood out to you since this series is a bit about the local scene and local creators um it could be perhaps a music memory of some kind, um, something that has had particular significance or that stands out to you of importance um, to perhaps bringing Pascal Project to what it is today? I mean, it's, it's, uh, that's like a tough question because I've seen so many eras of Montreal that it's like, I, I don't know, it's, There was so many good moments and there were like also like sad moments where like, you know, like some DIY places shut down and then some people moved away. But, you know, that's that's just like how life goes. But I don't know. I remember like there was a there was a time I feel like it was 2014 to like 20, 2016, 2017, and I had a studio space at what used to be Silvador, then Drones, Siberia. I, I, I'm sure a lot of people in Montreal know of that place. Um, but yeah, I had like, there's a period of time I had a studio there and then me and my friend Brad, who's a really good musician and a DJ, like we would throw dance parties and that was kind of like new for that space. And I remember like, like we'd ask our friends to play and I just like kind of like also what made me want to DJ and um, get to be for, more familiar with, with dance music and like records and I don't know these it, like I, I can't say like I don't have a specific moment but like just like that era like that was like such a good time and like it's so I don't know it feels very special to have been part of this and like lived that with friends and friends I still have to this day. It's like, was, yeah, I, it's some fun memories for sure. <laughs> yeah. Moments being cherished and they're yeah. all pieces of the puzzle leading up to, to where one is and in general, all of that. Yeah. And I mean, and that connects a bit to, to other, I mean, sounds like that was just one of the different sort of community yeah. building blocks like alongside putting out your own music that you're involved with and, and giving back in different ways of, you know, creating platforms and opportunities for others through already mentioned Shift Radio and mm -hmm. as well as your own label um, up and running since 2019. Um, can you chat a bit perhaps about what these community initiatives mean to you? And maybe we can start upon Shift Radio or how, how did that project come to be? Uh, I mean, Shift Radio, I've been involved since the very beginning. 
uh, which was, we started in 2021 in the winter when it was peak pandemic, uh, curfew. Um, that, that's not the reason why Shift Radio started. It was more... It, the, the, the main goal, which is still is, it was to like bring certain like different scenes together, create a community, uh, be inclusive and, you know, like uh, bring people together that are like not on the same level that some that are just started and also give the opportunity to like for DJs and artists to just showcase what they do best without any barriers or like algorithm it was that's the main idea and to me that's like to be able to to to, to showcase all these djs that people don't know it's like it's, it's just a good feeling it's like yeah um it's really just bringing people together i don't know, start trying mm -hmm. to like create a community and the and, first stepping stone for as you said people that might not have the opportunity otherwise to come on out and, and exactly. be in the spotlight for a bit or have their have their practice heard yeah, by an audience that is already existing. Yeah, and so it's like a really great way to like get out there and then, then you have like this this like you have this set that's online that's archived and you can send that to to try to like put yourself out there and like create a, a network of contacts and I think it's like a pretty cool way to do it and yeah I don't it just feels good to be able to 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 do that for for everyone and I think people really seem to appreciate it and especially during the pandemic there was like nowhere to perform and so that was kind of like a really that was exciting for all the DJs and like people like me that were just like went from like playing a lot to like absolutely nothing mm -hmm. um So yeah, and still to this day, it's like now we like curate events and we're invited to festivals and it's, I never, none of us would have thought that it would like get to this point and it's, it's awesome. I like feel really, feel very like grateful to be part of this project. It's like, yeah, it's a pretty good feeling. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, alongside that, again, we have the label, your approval isn't needed. Um, yeah. How did you come to decide to to launch your, your own label and, and how has that process been? I mean, the label, it's like I, I'm really doing it like when I, it's definitely not, I don't do this full time. It's really just like when I have a friend who's like, Hey, I want to put out some music, but like I, they don't really have like uh, connections with labels, and obviously the, the <laughs> my label is like something I I do on the side that I started just you know just to help like just for me uh, when I don't feel like I want to wait for anyone and you know I'm just like I'm just gonna do this, put it out there without really thinking about it, and that's just the whole idea of it being like. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, in, in terms of music, you know. And I like this idea. And I hopefully in the future I have more time to, like, work, put more, like, effort into it because it's just, like, I'm, for now, I'm just trying to manage my own career and, like, you know, it's it's a lot of work, so... But, no, it's, like, it's there. It, 
there's going to be more, you know, coming at some point. It's going to happen. There's going to be more music coming out on on the label, but for now it's a bit. It's something that's more like on the side, yeah, which is fine. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, what we've already covered today, it sounds like a lot to to juggle. Um, yes, and and it accumulates. <laughs> so so that's yeah. definitely definitely understandable. Um, so with the EP coming out now, perhaps beginning of the fall, and then there's the upcoming performance at Mutech we talked about. Um, is there other exciting things laying ahead for, for you? Um, I guess for now, I'll just, I mean, since I got back from Europe, uh, I've been playing a lot in Montreal and like went to New York and Toronto. And it's, it's nice to like be back here for the summer. And like, I love, um, summer in Montreal. It's like, everyone is so like excited and everyone's happy to be outside and, I yeah, I think I'll just be playing here and there and I'll be moving to Berlin in in the fall, which is like a pretty big move, but I've been wanting to do it for many, many years and with the pandemic I kinda like put that on hold and I didn't really think it was gonna happen. Um but no, I think it's kind of like the right moment for me to do this and we'll see what happens. I'm I'm just like We'll try it out for a year, see how it goes, and maybe I'll come back. Maybe I'll stay forever. Who knows? I'm. I don't know anything. The doors are I'm open just, for. I'm just. That's that's the plan, and that's like a pretty big one, obviously. And so yeah, and then there's the record. I'm really, I'm really excited for that to be out. That's yeah. a lot of exciting things yeah. uh, <laughs> coming up. Well, well, yeah, Montreal will still will still be there, as you said, so... For sure, yeah, and I'll be back, and then I'll hopefully can bring friends over there and, you know, create more connections between Montreal and Berlin or, like, other places in Europe, yeah. That's great to hear, Pascal, and for for the rest of you all listening to hear more from, from Pascal and her performance with the EP Good People Only... Um, that is happening at Mutech this year as part of the Nocturne series at Société des Arts Technologiques for the closing night of the festival on August 27th.